Music is humanity's universal language, study shows. Music is the universal language of mankind, we often hear. But how true is that maxim? Find out how a new study shows that people from diverse cultures can recognize the emotions expressed in songs. I started taking music lessons when I was seven. I also sang in choirs throughout my youth, and even today I enjoy writing songs, singing, and playing guitar. As an adult, I studied popular songwriting at the Royal Conservatory of Music. I can honestly say that music has been central throughout my life. One of my music teachers, Marie Ryan, told us that music is the universal language. That always rang true with me, and I've found that music has brought me together with people both here at home and on all my travels. Dr. Samuel Mayer has been studying human development and psychology for the past six years. He was recognized as a rising star by the Association for Psychological Science. Professor Mayer studies the psychology of listening, sound, and music. He founded the Music Lab, which is a research platform where everyone can participate in musical experiments. He's currently an assistant professor adjunct at the Yale Child Study Center. He's also a senior lecturer at the University of Auckland. This week, the journal Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences published a new study of which Professor Mayer is the senior author. The study found that music is indeed a universal language in the sense that it has themes to which people everywhere respond in the same way. Mayer explains music is deeply rooted in social interaction. Professor Mayer and his team conducted a study involving 5,000 people from 49 countries speaking 31 languages. The subjects included people from the industrialized world, but also more than 100 people living in isolated communities of less than 100 members. The researchers played each participant a series of 14-second musical clips. The team drew the clips from the 118 songs in the Natural History of Song discography, which contains songs from all over the world, representing 86 societies and 75 languages. Then the scientists asked subjects to categorize each of the clips as a dance song, a lullaby, a healing song, or a love song. They discovered that most people from their diverse sample could easily identify whether a song fell into the dance, lullaby, or healing genres. All language groups correctly identified lullabies, and 96% recognized dance songs. The groups could distinguish healing songs 71% of the time. On the other hand, only 43% of the groups correctly identified love songs. It's not clear why love songs were harder to recognize, but the researchers have some ideas. One reason for this could be that love songs may be a particularly fuzzy category that includes songs that express happiness and attraction, but also sadness and jealousy, Lydia Yurdom, the study's lead author, speculates. Listeners who heard love songs from neighboring countries and in languages related to their own actually did a little better, likely because of the familiar linguistic and cultural clues, unquote. I find this especially interesting because, at least in Western popular music, almost all songs are about love, relationships, or sex. There are other themes, including music itself, dancing, social justice, identity, and alienation, but love songs seem to be the universal language on every music playlist. The researchers touch on this in their paper. 
Quote, the widespread prevalence of love songs in popular music presents a puzzle given this context of potential interest to music researchers, unquote. The uninformed conjecture from my part on this puzzle would be that songwriters express romantic themes through their lyrics rather than the rhythm or the melody. Love songs can be upbeat or downbeat, happy or sad, in terms of their general sound, but the fact that people were better at spotting love songs from nearby cultures and languages suggests to me that listeners identify these things from the lyrics. Besides, romantic love entails a wide range of more primal emotions, as Miss Yerdom pointed out. This relates to a limitation that the researchers themselves recognize with the study, as they explain in their paper, the collection of free response data, i.e. asking participants to generate their own list of behavioral contexts for a song, rather than choosing from predefined options, would enable participants to express the full range of culture-specific interpretations of song. In other words, it might have worked better to let subjects use any word they like to describe in song instead of pigeonholing them into fixed categories. That way, a boy-meets-girl song wouldn't have to be lumped in with a somebody-done-somebody-wrong song. So, why can people from completely different cultures understand the universal language of song? Beyond that, what would cause singing to evolve to begin with? The scientists believe that music evolved as a vocal signal in these specific contexts. Music appears to function as a credible signal in a similar fashion to the vocalizations produced and detected within and across many species, unquote. So just as dogs and cats and their owners can understand each other through vocalizations, singing seems to have emerged from similar sounds. Just as we can recognize the emotions behind basic human utterances like screaming or sighing, the research believe there's a universal language behind what vocalists express and the way they sing. Music is one of the things that makes us human. Understanding how our universal language evolved and why it makes us feel the way we do is part of unraveling the new story of who we are and our place in the world. The fact that we all experience music in much the same way suggests it has a role to play in bringing humanity together. It's already helping to usher in the new ecozoic era of harmony to which we aspire through events like Power Our Planet Festival or Live Earth. The researchers conclude by writing, quote, We suspect the readers of this manuscript might be moved to dance by the dance songs studied here. How music does and does not transcend languages and cultures is a promising topic for future work, unquote. We always have more to learn if we dare to know.